Welcome to another episode of Concept to Company. On this show, we dive in deep with current and aspiring entrepreneurs to learn about their pain points, things they wish they knew before they started, and their successes to date. This week, we're excited to have Anthony Bradley from Anthony Bradley Fitness. Anthony is a certified fitness, nutrition, and life coach specializing in custom one-on-one programs. After leaving one of the world's biggest hospitality companies, then closing his first business, a health and tanning spa that he was a slave to, he set out to serve others in a more meaningful way, including myself. Anthony, it's such a pleasure to have you. You've made a drastic impact in my life um, going through your program, and um, I've seen what you've been able to do for others. It's an honor to be with you here today. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're actually local in Vegas, so it made it really easy to do this podcast, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 14 years now. God, time flies out here, you know. Yeah, so for listeners that don't know your background, uh, what brought you out to Vegas? Oh, gosh. Uh, How much time do we have here? No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I was, was, before I was 21, I came out here a couple times, and I was just like, wow, this is the place to be. There's just, I feel like there's so much opportunity out here. So as soon as I turned 21, I I graduated community college, and I said, you know what? I'm going to make that move, and I packed up a U-Haul. And my son was was one at the time and I had a thousand dollars cash and I came out here and I rented a room from a buddy and I was just, I just found a way. I just knew I wanted to be here. And this city has just been completely phenomenal to me in my life, like the best move ever, you know? So a uh, big fan of Vegas, you know, I definitely uh, don't want to be here forever. I want to have property here forever. Yeah, smart. But, you know, um, yeah, it's been great, a great ride. So talk me through like how you went from moving out here with a thousand dollars to working with one of the world's largest hospitality companies. Yeah, that's a, well, that's a long story too. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to keep it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know, it started like this. Um, I, I got a job uh, at a gas station, right? I was working for $10 an hour just trying to find something to get my, my, my feet on the ground, you know, and get myself established here. And, um, I, I made like 300 bucks a week, you know, working 40, 45 hours with breaks. And I had a buddy I grew up with back in, in California and he was working in a club and he's like, dude, why don't you become a promoter? And I was like, what's that? You know, like, what is that? He's like, you get paid to bring girls in the club. And I was like, I think I can do that, you know? So my first day on the job, I got to wear a suit and I would walk around the Luxor casino and grab girls off the floor and wristband them and bring them in the club. And I got paid like $5 a girl. So my first week I worked like 20 hours and did $800, you know, and I was like, what? (laughs) Put in the two week at my, at the gas station because I'm a good employee like that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I never looked back and that's kind of how I entered the club industry. And, uh, wow, it just grew from there. Um, the game changer really was technology. Um, copy and paste for the iPhone had just come out in 2008, 2009, around that time. And so um, I switched clubs and I went and worked over at Palms, you know, and, and this is when Palms was like real big, right? Playboy Club, Girls Next Door, DJ AM, Club Rain, before all these big clubs they have out here now. Um, 
and what they did there, the promoters, they would have to hit the strip and they'd have to, you know, take these passes and put their numbers on them and then pass them out and hope people would make it all the way off the strip with that pass in their pocket to turn it in to get credit. And so when copy and pays came out, it was a game changer because I can go to the strip. I go walk and talk and collect, you know, 50, 60, 80 phone numbers in one day and go home and, and pay, send, pay, send and give them the instructions of where to go and, and where to show the text, you know. And so that really spiraled. The money became really good. And, and the palms was like, well, hey, dude, like you're a promoter, like and you're making as much money as our marketing managers like how are you doing what you're doing? You know? And I'm like, well, I'm just using the system you guys are giving me. And they're like, can you teach other people how to do that? And so that kind of took me into a higher position, you know, and really got me into more of the bottle sales and just kind of climbed up the ladder, you know, year after year, just kept progressing. It really didn't feel like it was a job to me. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I was hooking people up and taking care of people. I guess I've always had a knack for just serving others and, and making them happy. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I ended up doing all that. Yeah, that's crazy. And so your, your life almost gave you this really cool avenue of building relationships and creating connections to help almost where you're at today. Like I can imagine you have the most massive roster ever. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, uh, you know, people still text me from 10 years ago and I have their number saved. I, I used to save numbers by the date and the first name. And after a couple of years, I was like, oh, I need their last name too. Like, yeah. oh, I need to like put notes, like what date I met them, where I met them, you know, because it's just too many people to keep up with. So yeah, you probably have like <laughs> a thousand, you know, Joe you know, schmo or whatever names <laughs> yeah. in your phone. You're like, oh shoot, I should probably, I'm growing so fast. You gotta... I, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like nightlife out here um, even opened a door of opportunity for me. Like I was working for um, the one group with Bagatelle and just learning how to create those connections and be extroverted and ask for business cards and right. provide value and make sure that everybody is satisfied with customer service in a way. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I indirectly relate that. I, I I was part of their marketing team and um really thankful for that opportunity. But how did you what what happened after the Palms? Like where did you go after that? Um, yeah, so uh Palms kinda took a turn for the worst. Um Nine Group was the company that was in there and one of the owners um had ended up committing suicide and then uh another guy had just kinda you know, it was the business rose and it was just kind of on the downward fall. And, and so Maloof bought it out and there were some major changes that went on. But also at the same time, you know, Wynn had opened up and Hakkasan had opened up. And so, you know, new things were coming and old things were going. And so um, at one point it was I remember it was four days before Christmas. Like as the Palms was on a downward slump, I kind of kept getting promoted. You know, I was I was in boardroom meetings with Maloof. And from a promoter to boardroom meetings with Maloof, you know, and I didn't have any degree at the time. I was still in UNLV um, working on a completely different degree. But, um, yeah, so one day, it was it was four days before Christmas, four or five days before Christmas, and they brought me in the office. They're like, hey, you know, we're sorry to inform you, but we just can't afford to pay you. We've been paying you, you know, and I was like, really? Like, so I had to look elsewhere. Um, 
And I went and worked for Angel Management Group for a little while. I was uh, at Pure Nightclub. Okay. I, I was there for six months before it shut down to turn into Omnia. Mm. Um, and so when Pure shut down, they moved some of the guys to Hakkasan. They moved some of the guys to LAX. I was at LAX, and then that shut down. Oh, and man. then they were like, well, we don't have nowhere to put you guys. And I was like, you know what? I think this might be time to exit. You know, I was kind of already burnt out. I had been in it for a long time. I had been very successful. I was able to raise my son, buy a house, like do a lot, you know, like it was, it was overall great. Um, but I felt like I was just time to leave. And that's, that's when I kind of got into the the spa and the health business. I said, you know what? I want to focus more um, health and, and wellness and, and helping people in that way. And I had had businesses growing up. Uh, pressure washing business and other businesses. I've always had a very entrepreneurial spirit, um, but I had never had like a brick and mortar, you know? And so when this opportunity came, I was like, wow, like I'm going to actually have a store, you know, like a storefront. And, um, you know, I was sold the, the franchise. They wanted me to come in and re-image and they showed me the images of the re-image. And I was like, this is gorgeous, you know, glass shelves and you know, pink purple walls and, uh, I added new equipment and put an infrared sun in there. And I was so excited for this business venture. Um, but yeah, so, so that's kind of how, you know, how I kind of left nightlife and got into that. Um, but as you know, and I had told you earlier, um, at one point, you know, the, the business, uh, the spy, I just felt like a slave to the business and I wanted nothing more than to go back to nightlife. I was like, please just let me go back to hanging out, having fun and making way more money with way less stress. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I see that. I actually do. Like people will get into the nightlife industry, you name it, VIP hosts, cocktail servers. Mm -hmm. There's so much money to be made in that industry. And there's so many connections and opportunities that it's hard for them to want to leave in the first place, or it's hard for them to like stick to something and then to not come back to actually Absolutely. stick to it. Yeah. Um, but what's so intriguing to me is like, how do you leverage that same concept of building this book of business and all the opportunities without having to have the brick and mortar? And I think you found this like perfect synergy of utilizing your network and your brand and your image with what you're doing right now. So how did you pivot from, um, and, and feel free to dive deeper into the steps along the way. But how did you pivot from that house spa, which I went to and I loved. So it's like mm -hmm. mind blowing to me that people right. are like, I know you like, were, you were a member there, you know, so <laughs> I'm like, there's like so many services here. There's literally yeah. anything that you could need. You had it. And so I'm just, it's, it's frustrating. It's all about the market, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. which is unfortunate too. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you have that brick and mortar, you got to be there. Like even franchise owners that I know, like they've got a big enough team. They don't technically have to be there, but guess what? They are. Yeah. You know what they say when the, when the cat's away, the mice come out and play, yeah. right? you know? Um, so, so yeah. Um, as far as the spa and stuff goes, you know, I, I had just, uh, I thought it was going to be something that it wasn't. You know, they say, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it just didn't pan out what I thought it was going to be. And um, so, yeah, I said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take the L on this. Uh, I'm going to leave with a 
ton of experience that you can't even get from going to college. And I'm going to take the lessons learned and, um, you know, keep moving forward. And, and actually one of my favorite quotes of all time is, you know, I've failed over and over and over again, but that is why I succeed, Yeah. you know? And I, I, I hold true to that, um, because I'm a risk taker, you know? And so I was kind of bummed because, you know, of course, you know, we want everything to work out, you know, and we, we want to succeed so bad, but sometimes that failure is part of our big, bigger success. Right. And so, yeah, so I decided to go back tonight. I actually got a really good opportunity, uh, to come back to Hakkasan group, which it is a really great company to be a part of. They did just get bought up by Tal and there's a whole lot of other new changes going on now, but I mean, it's always been a really good company to be a part of the company culture and the people within that company are absolutely amazing, phenomenal. I mean, I still have people that I, I hold dear to my heart, you know, that I'm still close with who I've met working with that company. Um, and so I had the opportunity to go and open Jewel Nightclub in Aria. This was 2016. And not only is Aria one of my favorite casinos, but, you know, it was the newest club on the strip. And I was like, oh, absolutely, I'm there. And so that's kind of how I ended up back. And um, <clears throat> that was a wild ride. It was fun. Um, I was there for a bit. Uh, I, I worked over at One Oak for a bit. Um, same company, just kind of transferred. And then I was at Hakkasan. Uh, my last year and a half, I was in nightlife. And um, Hakkasan is, you know, a world-class venue. Um, biggest of name DJs, right? I mean, we had Tiesto and Calvin Harris and Stevie Oki and all these big names often. So it was a fun place to work. And I mean, there was a lot of money to be made, but essentially for me, um, you know, and I'm, I'm going to take it back a couple notches. So when I was 30, um, I had already achieved a lot, you know, working in nightlife and I started having irregular heartbeats. Okay. And I went to the doctor and they really couldn't tell me what it was from. You know, they just said, well, here, take some medication, you know? And I'm like, well, doctor, how long do I need to take this medication for? And he's like, well, until the problem doesn't exist. Right. And it's like, well, what are we doing to fix the problem? Right. You know? And I'm like, I'm way too young to be taking pills every day for the rest of my life. Never once did they tell me, you know, maybe you should lose some weight or maybe you should change your diet. Um, and then also at the time, my son was eight at the time, you know, I've, I've raised my son out here. I've always had full custody of him. I'm very proud of that. Cause not a lot of dads do. Um, it's very important for me to be in his life. Um, and so I knew how much he looked up to me, you know, and I knew if I wanted to lead the way that I was going to have to make the way to show him, you know? Um, and so those two things really is what made me switch gears and, and, take control of my health, you know, the, the health problems I was having and, and my son getting older and, and wanting to be the, the leader and example for him. And so, so yeah, um, I started on my health journey, but I was still in, in nightlife, you know, and it's different because when you're working in nightlife and you're a host and you're partying with your clients all the time and you're having fun and you're just eating like trash and you're sleeping like trash you know, it catches up to you. And so I still wanted to be in nightlife, but I, I wanted to be healthier. I wanted to be fit. You know, I was tired of being big and unhealthy. And so I set out to do just that. And so, um, now fast forward back to where we were in the story before I was working at Hawkinson 
and I had already kind of stopped drinking and, you know, I was more about my health, excuse me. And, uh, I had made some tremendous strides. And so, um, I was working at Hakkasan and it, it just wasn't the same, you know, like I felt like, you know what, this just isn't it anymore. Like I'll never forget literally the, the day I was walking out of Hakkasan at 4am in the morning. I had just shut down the entire room and I was walking across the bridge from MGM to Tropicana and I was looking, you know, at the lights and the strip and I was like, this just isn't it anymore. You know, like, I said, I, I made a vow to myself. I said, I want to wake up every day, put my health, my son first. Uh, I want to, you know, get more involved in coaching and cryptocurrency. Those are the things that I had my mind set on. Um, and that's really what I've been able to do over the past couple years. Um, I own and control my time. I wake up every day and I give the first three hours of my day specifically to my exercise and my nutrition um, to make sure I start my day off with a couple healthy meals, to make sure I start my day off with exercise routine, meditation, lemon water, you know, all these things that are so beneficial. Um, and really that allowed me to like soar in every other aspect of my life, you know? So yeah, that's, that's kind of how the whole transition happened from you know, nightlife to the spa to back to nightlife to, you know, Anthony Bradley fitness and what I'm doing now. Right. So you were 30 when you started having, um, your heart problems mm -hmm. and the doctors, I mean, I have background in the healthcare field too. And I got so frustrated with it. I was like, peace, I'm out. Like I can't do this anymore, but, um, back to you. So you had heart problems at 30. How old were you when you left nightlife for the the fitness journey because I know you've been do, you've been doing this for a while yeah so um I was about 34 when I finally decided you know what it's time to it's time to do this and uh you know I, I had already taken uh started taking my certifications while I was working in nightlife because I wanted to make sure that you know I was properly certified and have the proper education and whatnot to do what I wanted to do and so um, once I got my certifications, I said, I'm going for it, you know, and just made that made that jump, uh, took another risk. Right. I'm a risk taker. Uh, I said, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I, I fail again. And, and what you know, I learn again. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's the biggest thing, like for for all of our listeners and what we really try to dive into is I don't want to see anyone fail once and then decide to go back to a normal job. Right. Like you have to keep trying. It's not always going to work, mm -hmm. but you'll find that special thing. And it's never truly a failure because you learn from those experiences and come and can apply it to, you know, your life purpose. I call it a life purpose project right. rather than yeah. a business. Cause it, when you know, you know, yeah. right. And so you find this like life purpose project um, and you're like, oh, shit guys like everything that I went through had to happen for this to actually work 100% and so any of you listening like there's never truly a, a failed you know business per yeah. se as long as you keep trying and then you end up finding that one thing you know they they actually talk about that in a lot of personal development books I'm a huge personal development person fan I've listened to literally hundreds of personal development books a lot over the past couple of years during quarantine and they talk about that a lot, you know, um, 
sometimes the things that we think are the worst thing ever in our life end up becoming the best thing ever. You know? So you got to have hope and have faith. Uh, what, there's a there's a, a old saying, right? It's uh, there's no mistakes in life, only lessons and blessings. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's all about your mindset and how you look at it. Because a hundred percent, like if someone goes through the trenches and they they don't ever try again, like that's all they're ever going to know, right? Mm-hmm. They're only ever going to have that really bad experience. But when you try and you're like, oh, dang, yeah. get it. Absolutely. And, and mindset's everything, right? I mean, in, in any area of your life, we were kind of just talking about that earlier. You know, it's something I focus on in my program, you know, and uh, it's it's huge for, for our mental health, for our physical health, for our financial health, Um uh, there's a uh, there's some some great mind coaches out there doing great work, you know, that work with people from small business to big CEOs, right? Because everybody needs a little bit of shift in mindset from time to time. Yeah, and and we can't be scared to like outreach for it, learn more about it. So, talking about going from nightlife to what you're doing right now, how did you because you have, I mean, you've got the sales funnel down, you have your own app. Like, how did you go from that to, to this? Did you have a coach? Did you see someone in the space? Walk us yeah, through that. Yeah, so, um, you know, I've just always believed uh, believed in investing in myself, right? And, um, you know, I actually uh, met a guy um, through a girl I was dating a while back. We were out on his boat. And he has this nice boat, you know, and he's out there kind of just, you know, living the life, great looking dude, like physical shape on point, you know, and I'm like, what do you do for a living, you know, and he's like, oh, I'm a a business coach. And I'm like, okay, what does that actually mean? Like, what do you do? (laughs) And from from day one, you know, he was trying to sell me on his program, you know, let me set you up with a free, you know, strategy call. Let me find out more about what your goals are and how I can help you and Um, and I was always real skeptical of the guy, you know, because it just seemed too good to be true, Mm -hmm. you know, and I stayed friends with him for a few years and he would invite me out on his boat and he would always kind of poke at me a little bit. And I'm just like, eh, whatever, you know, like I'm just not there yet. And so, you know, I think, I think that happens with a lot of people, right? They're very skeptical about investing in a business coach, um, especially when they're, you know, six grand, 10 grand, 15 grand, you know, people are like, what? Like. I have six grand in credit card debt. Like I can't pay off, you know, a $6,000 coach. Like, but again, that's a mindset thing, right? Because coaches are so valuable, you know, business coaches, relationship coaches, fitness, nutrition coaches. I'm a big believer in coaches. Um, And, and for me, um, when the pandemic hit, you know, there was no going back to nightlife, right? Like the, the ships were cut. And again, that's another thing they talk about in a lot of personal development books. You know, if, if you want to, you know, if you don't want to go backwards, cut your ships, right? Um, if you sail to an island, if you have your ship docked there, you know, you can always hop in that ship and go back. If you cut your ship or you burn your ship, there's no way to get back, right? And so essentially that's kind of what happened with the pandemic. You know, there, there, <laughs> who knew when the clubs were going to open up or when Vegas was going to come back or when anything was going to come back for that matter. You know, everybody was like, there was so much uncertainty Um, and so, you know, I, I've always been very, very good with my financials and I had some money saved and, and really, you know, 
my expenses are high, so not a whole lot, but I was like, again, I, I took that risk. Right. And, and this guy had kind of won me over after all these years, he had built my trust, you know, he had built my trust. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. And it was the most money I had ever spent, you know, on, on anything other than like a vehicle or, you know, a down payment on my house or whatever. Um, and, and, uh, I was very skeptical, but let me tell you, I'm glad I did it. Now he didn't really help me grow to where I'm at, but I was able to pull gems from his program. I was able to really, um, you know, pull some of the, the wisdom and some of the good stuff out of his program and take that to help me build and develop as a coach in general. And then when I was done with him, um, I found another coach that was in my actual space, you know, in the fitness and nutrition coaching space. And, um, initially I had reached out to him because I, I wanted his help with fitness nutrition coaching. I'm always investing in, in fitness nutrition coaches, even though I am one, I still want to invest in, in coaches to hold me accountable and just to help me out, you know, with certain things when I need it. But, um, but yeah, so I found this other coach and, and I invested in him and he really helped launch me, um, in a, in, in a, explosive direction because he was in the space, you know? So, so yeah, just really making that investment in myself, um, you know, and, and being persistent and consistent and passionate about what I wanted to do. And, um, January is, is when I really release my, my full program. And of course, along the way I've made tweaks and made it better. And, you know, I improve always, I'm always growing. Um, but, that first month, I did more revenue than I had ever done in one month of nightlife. And I was like blown away because I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I'm literally helping people become a better version of their self. I'm literally helping people have longevity, you know, feel better, have more energy. And I'm able to do that from my computer and also you know, make a good living because it's not all about making money. Right. But the goal is to make an income while you make an impact 100%. Right. And so, you know, everybody wants to be able to do, you know, what they love and, you know, make it work for them. Right. So, so yeah, when I, when I saw that, I was just like, this is it. Like, this is it, you know? And so I just went full speed. Um, probably like you, you know, working 50, 60 plus hours a week, I've actually <clears throat> grown to uh, a, a decent spot to where I actually do take the weekends off, you know, unless like, like kind of like you were saying earlier, you know, maybe I want to train somebody or, you know, just, I love what I do. It doesn't feel like work, but I try to give myself that space. I call it fun and rec time, mm. right? Cause all work and no play leads to nada. And it just kind of helps you like clear, clear your mind and rejuvenate and that's really when you come up with some of your best ideas, you know? <laughs> so you have these incredible systems. Cause I, I cause I know like, yeah, there's always going to be, there's always going to be coaches out there that don't have as great of processes and systems as others. But like when I came in, you had professional production quality videos that you post on social media. Um, you had a sales funnel all set up you had your own app um, that you integrated with. You 
linked into my watch. Like, and then I talked to these other, these other coaches and trainers and it's like, oh yeah, Venmo me money and then send me your photos on Snapchat. And it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, how are you charging $300 a month for this? Like, I don't understand. And people will do it, but you actually like, and I'll let you dive into it in more detail about the app and how you track everybody, but you're very hands-on. It's not just, let me just check in and ask you how much weight you lost and what your measurements are once a month. You're, you're there. Um, yeah. So for our listeners that don't know about, sure. about your app and how you integrate everything, like, how did you, was that the coach that suggested that or your own research and then dive into the app and how it yeah, works? Yeah, so it's, it's funny, you know, um, so there's a lot that I have in my program that I didn't get from coaches and, and I think I got it from investing in coaches that didn't have what I wanted. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> you know, I've always been one that really pays attention to detail and, you know, like my business is my name. You know, and so I really, you know, care about the quality of what I'm putting out. You know, I, I don't go for just clients. I want success stories. And so I want to do what, what works and what gets results. I don't sell a magic pill. I don't sell a quick fix. You know, it's science-based. Um, you know, we, we go about doing it in a meaningful and mindful way. And, and really just focus on small wins because small wins will always turn into big wins and success is literally a series of small wins. And the thing with health is everybody's kind of in their own journey, in their own space. Everybody has different goals. Some people really want to lose weight. You know, some people want abs. Some people just want to feel healthier. Some people just want more energy. You know, everybody's so different. So things have to be customized. And so I really take note of that. And I try to create a customized program that works for the individual with, you know, reasonable and sustainable results. And so, yeah, um, as far as, you know, everything that I've put together, um, I'm all about efficiency. And so I want to make it easy for my clients to be able to log into the app and upload their check-in picks. Super important part of the program because the scale does not always dictate success. And we saw that with you personally. I mean, I have a couple other female clients with the same, you know, figure as you who we don't see much movement on the scale. But when we pay attention to pictures and we pay attention to the body fat analysis test and we pay attention to the measurements, we see the measurements decreasing. We see the body fat decreasing. We see the muscle mass going up. And then you can see that in the pictures as well, you know, and so just to kind of touch on that, you know, me personally, I put myself in different programs all the time because I'm always challenging myself to be better and do better in my own fitness. And so um, I'm in a program right now, an eight week program, we're halfway through and the person that loses the most body fat wins a thousand dollars. So, nice. you know, I'm going hard for this, <laughs> this body fat loss competition. And in a matter of four weeks, you know, I've lost about 6% body fat. But if I check the scale, I've lost maybe a pound on the scale. I've also put on almost five pounds of muscle mass. See, so because I'm losing the body fat and, and building the muscle mass, the scale doesn't move too much. And so a lot of people get really discouraged, you know, when they're on any type of, say, fad diet, you know, intermittent fasting, low carb, keto, whatever. They'll see the scale move. They'll see, you know, what they think are results. But then all of a sudden our bodies are smart and and 
they don't see the movement no more. And they're like, oh my God, I'm doing everything I was doing, but I'm getting nowhere. Like, I feel like I'm turning my wheels and nothing's happening, right? And they want to throw in the towel and quit. And so that's really where having the right mindset comes in and having a coach that can kind of hold you accountable and be like, wait, like, you know, let's look at the ultimate goal. We're still on track to be there. Let's adjust the stimulus that we presented, maybe change the cardio, change the macros, change the workouts to really get them to where they want to be, you know, to help them see through, right? Um, but yeah, as far as having the app, I mean, it, it only makes sense to have, you know, an app on your phone where you can house and manage your, in, you know, entire program in one easy spot. Um, because fitness and, you know, eating healthy, it's already so hard, right? For, for so many. I mean, you know, and if you're trying to like, you know, do all these things and it becomes a burden, it's almost like, uh, like this is too much. So you want it to be as less as a burden as possible um, for yourself and for your clients. And so, you know, to be able to have the app where you can just pull up your workouts, go through them, check them off. Boom. It sends me a notification. So I see when my clients are recording their workouts, I can say, Hey, good job. Text them. You know, if I don't see their check-ins coming through or their, their workouts coming through, like, Hey, what's going on? Where are you at? They're like, Oh no, I thought you forgot about me. You know? Um, and, and yeah, so, so, um, but there's a lot of really good apps out there nowadays. And I just, I knew that, you know, that was an important part of, of having efficiency within my program. And so I just found one I liked and I ran with it. It's, it's so important, like for everybody that's listening in, technology needs to be your best friend as a business owner, because it makes your life so much easier and it makes a client's life Absolutely. so much easier. Like, hello, do I want to work with a, for an example, do I want to work with a trainer who has this really awesome integrated app where I upload my weight, I upload my measurements, I upload my pictures, I upload what I eat. Um, I have my workouts in there. There's videos that show me how to do the workouts properly. Um, you connected to my Apple watch. So like you knew what my right. heart rate was. So it's like knowing those things, data collection, the so data collection yeah. is huge. And then mm -hmm. it makes it easy on the customer. We're like, I've talked to friends who are like, oh yeah, I, I gave the example earlier of Snapchat. I talked to another friend who was literally competing in fitness competitions and she had like this CSV Excel sheet. <laughs> That's the old school way of doing it. A lot, a lot of old school trainers and coaches still use, you know, email or, right? or spreadsheets. Yeah. It's like, I'm just mm -hmm. like, wait, what, what, hello, what year is it? Like, <laughs> is it what? I, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing to yeah. me. So you, you set up all of these things so well, which makes things so much easier on you. And you can take on a good amount of clients while still being very hands-on. Mm -hmm. Like imagine trying to take on the number of clients you have right now without the software you have in place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, there's some, some things that, you know, need to be automated. I mean, you know, anytime you come into any kind of fitness program, you know, any, any good coach is going to have you fill out a new client intake form, you know, and it's, with my program, you know, you have access to this backend membership site where, you know, you have some welcome videos, some motivational videos, your new client intake form, um, an ebook that I've created that really explains macros in detail that has a full FAQ guide. So if people have questions about the program, you know, all of it's there. Um, I have a macro cheat sheet so people know things that they can kind of eat that are not going to go against, you know, their goals. Um, and then there's another section, you know, where it kind of goes into, 
making sure that we get your blood work done because we want to make sure everything looks good from a physiological standpoint. We want to make sure that there's nothing that's holding you back from hitting your goal. You know, really, we should be getting our blood work done annually. You'd be surprised the amount of people that don't. Um, you know, and just making sure that we're set up for success. So instead of having to go and tell each client, hey, make sure you have measuring cups in a scale, you know, not like we're always weighing out food our whole life, but it's part of the smart eating education portion of my course. You know, I want clients to understand how much protein they need and how much protein is in this piece of food. And, you know, then they get used to seeing the portion sizes that they need to eat so they can kind of eyeball versus overeating, you know, it's, it's just really education and information and, and being able to, you know, have all that stuff in, in one spot that a client can just go through and, you know, check off each thing. By the time they book that onboarding call, we're ready to like get into it, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it, again, it's really just efficiency and, you know, really having, a good strategy. And I, you know, it's something that we talked about obviously with what you do in Cardi media, right. Is provide this business strategy for, for companies. And, you know, I think strategy is so important. Strategy, mindset, and accountability. You know, when you think of those three things in, in any area, like whether it's a business coach or a relationship coach or a fitness nutrition coach, right. A financial coach, you know, when you focus on those three areas, your goals are inevitable. You know, so how are you going to, um, you know, provide that in a in a efficient and unique but you know meaningful, easy way? <laughs> That's the thing. So many people struggle with with efficiency, mm-hmm. and and we see it all of all of the time. I'm like, wait, what? Like, how do you what? How do you not have these systems in place? So the way that you set it up, and and you have. Um, your onboarding process and that back-end platform and the steps that they have to follow before they even meet with you and then they meet with you and then and then you have this app and then you follow up with them on a regular basis and the schedule was incredible like and you know it, it really it really helps helps me see who's serious you know because and I've always believed in this you know when people pay they pay attention and, you know, when, when people are willing to invest in their self and invest in their health, that shows me they're serious. But, you know, are they serious enough to really dive in and, and take the next steps and do what they're supposed to do to get to where we need to be to move forward, right? And so some people, they just, you know, they, they, they slack and they don't get it done and they'll sign up, they'll pay and they'll just let time go by and I have to reach out and be like, hey, 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 you know. And so it's like... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's just, you know, you, you kind of see how motivated people are. And, and But, you know, that's the thing. Some people come to me because they need motivation. So, you know, I'm, I'm on them. But, you know, you can kind of tell how bad people want it from the, from the very get-go. Yeah, and it's hard because, like, even myself, I – my work – my clients are my life. Like, mm-hmm. I treat my clients like I would treat my children because I don't have any. They get – all of my time and all of my attention and I come last and so I think that that's something that a lot of people struggle with and it might take a couple of rounds of like okay let's try this okay I'm way too busy okay I recognize I'm too busy so I need to build a bigger team and then I'm going to come back to this in a minute so that's one of the hardest things I think like entrepreneurs sitting here going okay I know I need him it sounds like he has the systems and everything in place but how the f do I figure out how to juggle 
this thing that's taking all of my attention, whatever else is going on in their personal life, and then adding on this extra extra thing. Sure. You know, and then being like, okay, this means that I have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. But if I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and the significant other comes at home at three o'clock in the morning, like, how do we make this work? Yeah. Right? It's hard, yeah, man. No, it, it's it's you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. And and ultimately, I really think you know, it comes down to prioritizing. Not only you know, prioritizing what's important to you in your life, but but what's you know, how you're spending your time, and and that's really one of the reasons why um, I do the schedule building and. And, you know, if there's one thing I think that really sets me apart from so many different coaches is the fact that I do have this schedule building process. And and that's one of those things that I was talking about earlier, how, you know, I have invested in several different coaches and they would give me the strategy, maybe give me the meal plan, give me the workouts or whatever. But I would be like, well, when do I do this? Well, yeah. when do I do this? Well, when do I do this? Right. And and so like knowing you know, when you need to eat and when you need to schedule your workouts. And, and now, of course, you know, because we built yours, like my clients build their own schedule based on their life. I don't tell, you know, people how to live, um, but I just kind of go and help them organize and structure their priorities and prioritize, you know, what's important to them. And essentially, you know, there's really only five to six areas of life that that really mean anything everything else is just kind of fluff and tony robbins actually talks a lot about this and uh you know essentially what it comes down to is you have your fitness and nutrition and obviously that needs to be a priority or people wouldn't be you know in a coaching session with me so that that has to be one um and then also your business building or money making activities right um that's your bread and butter that's you know how you survive so that obviously has to be on the schedule. Um, you have family slash social time. I mean, you know, that's so important for our mental health. I mean, we live for that, right? Love is everything. Family is everything. I'm a big believer in that. Um, and then you have your personal development because obviously, you know, we live in the age where we can consume so much, so much meaningless stuff, entertainment, right? That we need to continuously still learn and grow. And so personal development could be, you know, anything from listening a book, reading a book or taking a course or, you know, whatever, anything that's going to propel you, um, you know, educationally forward. Um, and then you also have your fun and rec, right? Because all work and no play leads to nada. And there could be a couple other ones, you know, like I said, five to seven. But if you really take those five areas, you know, and you, and you schedule and build your schedule around that, not only are you growing, um, in your fitness and nutrition, but you're growing in every aspect of your life. And and there's an, an old saying, right? They say, if you were going to eat an elephant, how are you going to do that? And the answer is one bite at a time, right? And so with this schedule, you know, you're literally spending a little bit of time on each of the things that are your most important priorities, you know, every day, every week. And so over a six-month period, you've devoured that elephant per se, or, you know, you've grown not only in your fitness nutrition, but in your business, in, you know, the time you spent with your family or your friends, your, your free fun time, your personal development time, you know, you've grown in all these areas. So literally I've, I've coached over a hundred clients in the past year and the clients that come in and really adhere to the schedule um, those are the ones that do the best and get the best results. And it's not always easy, of course, you know, 
um, we're making big life changes for some of these people. You know, it's, it's not easy to stay motivated to go to the gym every day or lift your weights, you know, or step on that, you know, Peloton or that Stairmaster, right? So it takes discipline, of course. And, and you know, everybody knows consistency and discipline is, is key, right? But, you know, if you don't have the strategy or the schedule to even be disciplined and consistency, you know, consistent with like, what are you doing? <laughs> so that's so important to build that, that um, schedule, because that kind of gives you the outline. And, and I change my schedule up all the time, I literally print it out and frame it and have it on my desk and I screenshot it. So if I'm, you know, on social media, I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Oh, yeah, I need to be doing this and this and this It helps me stay on track. But now that I've been in my schedule for so long, I just know that I'm in sleep by, you know, sleep by a certain time, that I'm up by a certain time, I'm at the gym by a certain time, I just have this routine. And the routine literally is setting me up for the life that I want, right? So the decisions I'm making today are going to provide the, you know, the opportunity and the life that I want tomorrow. And so yeah, um, been very, very successful with the schedule on my own. And I see a lot of my clients be very, very successful with it, and just grow in every area of their life. Yeah, I mean, people need that. They need, we, we talk about schedule blocking um, in, in this particular space with starting businesses and the importance of it. And if you can't stick to that schedule blocking, then something needs to change. So if for whatever reason, like you block out something and, and you can't get to it, like how can you solve that so that never happens again? Do you need to hire more people? What do you need to do um, to be able to stick to that particular schedule? And then you know, obviously to your point, which you just shared is like, that's what leads to success. It's these tiny little bricks to build the house and you just have to keep, absolutely keep, keep going. Um, and how hands-on you can be with saying, okay, this is your schedule. Okay. This is the app. Okay. We're going to, you know, um, link sync our Apple watches and we're going to do all this stuff. Like, the success stories I've seen and I've followed on social media is just incredible watching the, you know, the lives that you're changing from these processes and it makes like everything so worth it. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely amazing feeling. I mean, you know, I feel so grateful to be able to wake up every day and not only put my health and my family first, but, you know, change the lives of others and help them live a more, fulfilling life. So it, it gives me purpose. I work with purpose and passion. Um, and it, it's literally my driving point, you know. Um, and it's great because I get to lead by example for my son as well, you know. Um, so yeah, um, it, it, it's funny. And just to kind of go back to the schedule a little bit, um, I, I'll never forget, you know, it started, I, I knew that um, I because I'd had different fitness and nutrition coaches and whatnot, I knew that I wanted to get on like an eating schedule and that, that's the only way if I kind of planned it out, if I, you know, how I was going to be successful. And, you know, it's like the saying goes, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. And so I started with just that. And then I was like, well, I need to schedule my workouts too. And then I was like, well, I want to build this business. I need to schedule my business hours too. And so that's kind of how I built into this. And I'll never forget, I was, I was listening to this personal development book of like how to become a millionaire, right? It's like a success book and and they talked about a schedule in there and they talked about going further and and blocking out 15 30 minutes for certain tasks and I was like whoa this is like this is my affirmation right here this is exactly what I needed to hear like what I'm doing is right not only is it working for me and for others 
but they're just talking about how it's part of success, you know? And I was like, I was just mind blown. I was like, this is it. <laughs> Here's what's mind blowing to me. Here's what's mind blowing to me. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier um, before we started recording about how I'm in- interviewing all these people. And I'm talking like, they're going to college for marketing at Stanford and Harvard and Chapman and UC San Diego and these major universities. And they could not answer any questions that I asked in regards to like what we actually do in marketing. Talk to me about the algorithm. Talk to me about, um, talk to me about this. Talk to me about that. It's very textbook. And granted, like to the professors, things change really fast. But it's just like, wait, how are you going to school and spending all of this money to never learn any of this stuff? And so what I keep hearing from you is, yes, you get uh, gems from these trainers, but like a lot of what you've done and what you've implemented is very unique to what you're doing because you saw a need that needed to be filled. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm big on these quotes, right? We grow through what we go through. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm always growing. And, you know, that's kind of become my slogan. Let's go, let's grow, you know, because uh, whether you're trying to grow in the area of fitness, nutrition, or just as an individual character, you know, like there's two types of people in life. There's people that make excuses and people that make it happen. And every day you wake up, you got to decide which one you're going to be. You know, are you going to make excuses or are you going to make it happen? And, you you know, you got to get up and get out and get it. Like, Yeah, <laughs> and, and you have to get back up. Like, I got knocked down. I got knocked down. I got a new uh, pretty serious. I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast, but I'm going to share because here we are. But I got a pretty serious diagnosis, and I got knocked down, and I was told, you can't work out. You can't get your heart rate over this. Like, no lifting weights, no doing nothing. And I just was so discouraged for a long time because I'm like, okay, I was just getting – was just getting there to like figuring out my team so I could you know have a little bit less on my plate so I could put a little bit more on my plate over here for myself um and then I get hit with this and and I have to get right back up and and what I learned and then keep going um now that I got the green light thank you yeah, that's awesome everything figured out thank yes. you yeah it was huge yeah I know um, that was such a burden for you that, for a little bit yeah a couple weeks ago how scary they ran a couple more tests, and they're like, you know what? Just keep that Apple Watch on and just make sure that you don't overdo it, but you'll be okay. Yeah. So that was that was great. Like, I thought I was going to have to be rushed into surgery. Like, it it, it was scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got it worked out, and and I got to get right back up. Yeah. And that's a big part of a part of this, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. You know, you, you get knocked down and you got to rise back up, right? right? That's yeah. a famous song. You get knocked down. Uh, <laughs> got to get up again. Not that it's the greatest song. <laughs> but I think of that. I think of that. But yeah, I mean, that's a thing. Like, it's so easy to get discouraged and to give up. But you always got to gotta keep going. Absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the big benefits of having, having a coach. You know, I mean, your situation's a little bit different, you know, because as a coach, you know, I can never tell you to go against your doctor's orders and I want it, you know, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot going on right now. You know, there's a lot of big debates about doctors and medical and and pharma, right. And, you know, and, and so as good as they are and, and, you know, they do do a lot of good and, and help a lot of people. 
you know, a lot of them are just prescribing a Band-Aid, you know, with medications because Big Pharma's paying or whatever. And, you know, who really knows who to believe anymore, you know? Um, so I guess you just got to kind of listen to your, your own body and, you know, do what is best for you. And so, you know, in your situation, slowing down and taking it easy and, and making sure everything was good, absolutely. But, um, you know, as long as you're you're doing your best to, you know, eat better and eat more whole foods versus less processed foods and keeping that, you know, that refined sugar and, and junk. And, and from time to time, you, you still want to be happy in life, right? So you, it's not like you can't ever eat any of that. But I really, you know, when I was going real hard because I wanted to get abs, I was very, very strict. Now that I've got to a point where I'm at a you know 12% body fat and I have abs, I finally reached my goal. I go 80-20. You know, I, I eat 80% of the time I eat really good. 20% of the time I, I eat some stuff that probably is not the best, right? And then, like, you know, sometimes I'll go 90-10 if I feel like I'm getting a little, you know. So once you kind of have that education and that knowledge of how to eat good and, like, what works for you, you know, to optimize your immune system, to optimize your natural energy, to keep yourself at a healthy weight, to keep your, you know, your heart right, then it's easy to eat that way and then just kind of detour when it's vacation or it's a night out with the friends or dinner with the, the hubby or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, checks and balances, but just making that initial, you know, jump to put yourself in a healthier position, to have the knowledge to know how to eat and what to eat and, you know, know what type of workouts to do and what work best for you and, and know what foods are highly beneficial for your blood type and things like that, right? That's all information and knowledge that you can't get from college. <laughs> no, and you don't get it from most coaches either. Like, it's crazy. When I saw the Eat for Your Blood Type document on on your back end of your website um, as part of, like, the checklist of things you need to do, mm -hmm. I was like, what? Like, I heard about this a long time ago through a book, but, like, never looked into it. And I've had gut problems. Uh, 2011. Mm. No gluten. Went through, had an endoscopy, and uh, met with the doctor, and I stopped eating gluten, and I was fine for a while, and then I started having problems again. I'd get bloated like I'm six months pregnant. Um, it was really painful. A lot of things would happen, and I couldn't figure it out, and they tried to prescribe me medication, mm -hmm. and it was never like oh, you need to have a healthy gut microbiome. Mm -hmm. Oh, you need to, you know, let's let's actually dive into what are you eating on a regular basis, blah, blah, blah. Like, none of that happened. No. And you know what? I, they want to put the Band-Aid on there. Yeah. Feed, feed Big Pharma. And, I, and so I'm like, okay, I went initially, had this done, and then I went back and I had it done again, and she's like, yeah, so these other problems that you had before are gone, which is good because you're not eating gluten anymore, but you have these other problems. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to – I met with a different doctor for a different reason, and she shared with me about the importance of whole food plant-based before sure. I had ever met with you. And she's like, just try this. Like, just trust me. Like, okay. And for a type A, that's really – that's that's recommended. Well, yeah. So then when I read your paperwork mm – -hmm. And it's type A, I'm like, okay, this is really starting to make a lot of mm -hmm. sense because I eat high-fat steak and my stomach is miserable. Or mm -hmm. I eat certain Absolutely. types of dairy and my stomach is miserable. Same. Mm -hmm. 
And I grew up on milk. Yeah. And then, and then I look at this chart and I'm like, okay, these things are safe. I'm going to eat these things. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at that. I don't have any gut problems anymore. You know, and, and I think that's the thing, like with, you know, any information that comes out, right. You have to like test it and do your own hypothesis. You can't just believe everything you read or see, right. A book came out that talks about, you know, vegan is the only way to be. So people are like, Oh my God, I need to be vegan. And they're so about it. And the the book is very persuasive, you know, vegan, it can be very good for some people, but maybe it's not highly beneficial for everybody because everybody's body is different. You got to do what works best for you. Um, but yeah, in recent breakthroughs and studies of genetics and DNA, um, they've kind of, uh, come out with this blueprint to foods that are highly beneficial foods that are more neutral and foods you want to avoid based on your blood type. Um, it's a really good book. It's only like a three-hour listen. It explains a lot more in three hours than I can in five minutes, <laughs> right? But, uh, um, you know, it was, a, it was a doctor who did studies for years on countless patients. And as he got into his older, you know, dying days, uh, he hadn't quite, you know, broke through, right? And so his daughter, uh, she was, you know, very smart. And she ended up knowing that, like, that was his life work. And so she was very inspired to take it over and continue And so she took it over and she got breakthroughs because she was able to take all the data that he had collected and and put it into computers, right? And so they were able to run this data and see sequences and things that, you know, made sense. And and then they tested it and, you know, it's kind of like a type O might have a more acidic stomach than a type A, you know? And so type O can break down certain foods better than type A can. And so for me, when I first came about the information, I was kind of like, uh, you know, what do I got to lose? I had um, worked with a very well-known fitness and nutrition coach, a bodybuilding coach, and, you know, he had me on a lot of meat, right, a lot of protein, you know, which most bodybuilding com- competitors do. Right. Um, protein is a, a big factor in any diet, whether you get it from meat or another source, you know, hands down, but... I wasn't really getting the results that I thought I should be getting because I was putting in the work. I was consistent. And so um, not only that, but I was real gassy. I felt bloated. You know, some foods I would itch at night. I would wake up and itch. And so I would think I would need to go to the store and get spray. I thought I had, you know, eczema or, or whatever it's called, you know. And I'm like, what is going on? And so when I started eating for my blood type, I noticed I didn't feel bloated. I wasn't as gassy, I wasn't itching, I wasn't breaking out with little red dots on my body in certain places, and I was like, oh, okay, this is, you know, so it it wasn't only like, you know, eating right for your blood type, it's not only about weight loss, it's it's more about long-term disease and, you know, how the food makes you feel, which adds to, you know, weight loss. If you're on a weight loss journey, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to be eating the right food that's going to get you there in a healthy, feel good way. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even just having the, not having the bloating and all of the side effects that come with it, like being tired and everything from eating foods you're really not supposed to eat, it makes a huge difference in your fitness (laughs) regimen. So like kind of in marketing, you have to have all of these puzzle pieces that fit properly together to be successful. And that's what I loved about, you know, even learning about what you were doing is that you have all of these puzzle pieces that fit together and you guide them and direct them and how to, how to execute with that and 
and eating for your blood type and not having the bloating issues and, and yeah. all of that. When, when, when play. a client comes to me and, you know, in a six month program, they've lost 50 pounds and they keep it off and, and they're like, you know, not only am I happy about the weight, but like, I feel better. Like my natural energy's back. Like I'm not bloated. They're like, well, that, I didn't even know that was normal, you yeah. know? And then they're like, thank you so much, Anthony. Like you've seriously changed my life, you know? And that just like warms my heart. And I'm like, I know what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing you know? And so it just gives me that reassurance and, and affirmation that it's like, keep your head down, stay humble, keep working hard and just keep growing, you know, let's go, let's grow. <laughs> I love it. So before we jump off today, what's one thing you wish you knew before you started any of your business ventures, something that our listeners can learn from? Um, well, gosh, that's a, that's a hard question. Um, you know, I would say one of the biggest mistakes that I made, um, and this had to do in my in my spa business, I um, I took out some loans on some equipment and just didn't really read through thoroughly of the paperwork. I was just so excited to get approved for the loan to you know to get the business, and uh, wow, these companies are out here ripping people off, you know. I think I had took, taken out um, seventy five thousand, and uh, in two years I had paid off sixty thousand, and I still had a balance of like sixty thousand, you oh. know. And I was like, "Wait, yeah. you know?" So it was my mistake, my fault, you know. I should have did a better job of, you know. I was, I, I was a, I'm a risk taker. I was excited. I was more, you know, but big lesson learned. So, you know, do your due diligence. Um, you know, thankfully in the business that I'm doing now, you know, I've, I've financed it myself. And, uh, another good thing about business coaches is, you know, a, a good business coach will show you how to grow your business organically, you know, produce enough sales organically to then reinvest in marketing, you know, and grow from that. Whereas, you know, some people, they come in and they just start pulling all this money out of their pocket and they're spending it in the wrong areas and they're not seeing the return. And that's why they never make it past, you know, level one, right. Per yeah. se. So, yeah. So, yeah. No, that's great. I think that, you know, a lot of people to your point, they get really excited and they just sign without an attorney looking it over or even a business consultant saying, mm -hmm. Hey, you do realize that you're never going to be able to sell this machine for the amount that you know, you got in it for, oh, yeah. um, so like, what's going to be your plan? And they're charging this, like, Hey, let's reconsider, um, and, and help you through that. And I think that so many entrepreneurs get excited and also they're newer to business and they get taken advantage of, which is, you know, absolutely. That. I was young and dumb, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and again, you, you grow through what you go through. So yeah. it was a expensive lesson, but it was a lesson. And, uh, you know, I only grew from it and, and learned from it and, you know, I'll never make that mistake again. So, ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, before we hop off today, how can people find you? Um, and is there any final things that you want to share? Um, no, I just, you know, thank you so much for having me. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure, you know, being a long-term, uh, friend with you and, and even having you in my program and get to experience that. Um, so very grateful for that. And, um, 
if people want to find me, they can check me out online at anthonybradleyfitness.com. I'm on Instagram at anthonybradleyfitness. Um, so yeah, um, those are the two major social media outlets that I use. I'm on a lot more, but we're not going to get into all those. <laughs> and uh, one final thing I wanted to share just as forgive me for the promo here at the end, cause we normally don't do this, but your programs are so cost effective. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try to keep them very reasonable and cost effective. Um, you know, the demand is going up and I, I really, I look at it like this. If, you know, if somebody isn't willing to invest in their health, they're not really the type of person I want to work with. I want motivated individuals who are serious about making a life change because at the end of the day, those are the people that get amazing results. And then it makes me look good as well. Right. It's a win-win situation. And that's the type of situations I want to be in. Yeah. So for those of you, like I'm telling you right now, to go look at his website and take advantage of those prices yeah. before he's gone because it's not $5,000 a month. Yeah. Like you would think it would be. Right. Uh, there's some coaches that are charging that. So, uh, you know, it's ridiculous uh, the amount of money people are willing to spend. But, um, you know, when you find a coach that's a, that's a good coach and, and they're reasonably priced, it's definitely worth the investment. I mean, you can never go wrong investing in yourself. So, no, it's a no brainer. Like, it's the smallest, yeah. smallest investment for your future. It's, it's great. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being yeah, I, here today. I tell people this, you know, you're either going to spend money uh, on your health now or you're going to spend money on doctors for your health later, you know. So it's better to be proactive and, and live a healthy life and, you know, feel good and look good versus, you know, be miserable and make it to your older years and be more miserable and, and have all your hard-earned money that you work for just – go to doctors and pills. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.